Play one more time. Um, I thought, yeah, if you, if you mess up, just keep going. Hi, I'm Marley Malkentine, and welcome to More Than a Mixtape, a podcast featuring interviews with young Cincinnati musicians who have something to say and a culture to change. Today's interview is with a girl group called the Ophelias. Cincinnati born and raised and off at college currently, these girls specialize in quirkiness and indie punk music. I'm here in Marymount with lead singer Spencer Pepit and bassist Grace Weir. Not present are the other two members, Michaela Adams on drums and Andrea Gutman Fuentes on violin. Hi guys, thanks for being on my podcast, More Than Mixtape. I'd love to start by asking you to define your genre. Ooh, okay. Well, hi, first of all, thank you for having us. Um, define our genre. We always end up calling ourselves like mermaid punk. Mermaid rock. Nature I... rock. Art pop. Art punk. Art rock. Cat rock? Cat punk. True. <laughs> <laughs> um just you know we're just we're an independent alternative band but that sounds so pretentious and weird that it doesn't really fit us i guess because like we're trying really hard to not be pretentious we're trying to you know stay stay honest and down to earth but like it doesn't really make sense if we say like oh yeah we're an indie band because like we're independent, but I wouldn't call us indie, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, genres are so wide and They're so personalized amorphous. that it's hard to, like, really classify your music. I mean, we're definitely in the rock realm. Yeah. Um, Like, large umbrella, but... Like, we're not rap. Yeah, but we have a hard time defining it. Yeah. So that's probably the hardest question that, that you could have asked. <laughs> okay, if I can read some of the tags that are on your band camp... <laughs> Of course. Rock, art rock, Marxist rock, mermaid rock, nature punk, (laughs) Shakespeare. True. Could you explain maybe Marxist rock? Oh, well, we're all Marxist. Um, We believe in communism slash socialism. Bernie 2016. And um, there's also this ongoing... I mean, okay, Andrea and I are like pretty much full-on socialists. Michaela is getting there, and I don't really know where you stand at this point. I'm whatever I feel like being Yeah, what I Grace feel like is, like, it. whatever she wants, but um, Andrea and I like to use this platform as just, like, a, okay, we were doing a show, and I was contemplating um, reading a part of the Communist Manifesto, like, on stage, half as a joke and half as just, like, Hey guys, look what I can do. And I think most of our tags on Bandcamp are jokes. Mostly jokes. Yeah. Like, 100%. We, were, we were laughing while writing them. Yeah. Because it makes you guys so, like, unique, I guess. Like, you're not going to get anyone else who's going to be like, yeah, like, we like to incorporate, like, our socialist views into our music. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. We're all pretty socialist. Yeah. Okay, so you were kind of talking about like incorporating some of your political views like into your songs so can you tell me about like some of the topics that you like to write about and just tell me about like because you are the songwriter mm-hmm. so can you just tell me about your process of songwriting yeah actually um i like to joke about how my songs don't really mean anything but um i don't know sometimes i'll take an event that happens and then just 
transform it into a series of images. I really like to focus on um, body parts. Um, I'm really into the idea of like dissolving and deterioration, um, privacy, just and how how the body fits together and why it works the way it does and like the the symbolism and the imagery that comes along with that. A lot of hands, a lot of teeth, a lot of like hair, hair. Yeah, um, I, you know, I read about boys because they're dumb. I read about um, light and dark a lot, like shadows. But um, the best songs that I've written, I think, aren't about one specific event. It's just like a bunch of images strung together with a central idea. Yeah, I really like that. I don't know, could you explain maybe some of your lyrics from Naomi. I wrote them down. Elegant Weapon is um, actually a spin-off of a Jenny Holzer truism, uh, which is one of she's one of my favorite artists, and she has this series called Truisms, where it's just you know words in block text on a canvas, and um, it's these really like you know straightforward poignant sayings. And there was one that struck me, and I ended up turning it into Fear Can Be an Elegant Weapon, and. I just like had that scrawled somewhere and I was like, hey, I should use that. And um, actually, I keep a list of things on my phone that I want to use in songs. And one of them just said war bonds. And so that turned into buy war bonds, support the war effort, talk about the afterlife on the first date. I don't really know. A lot of times, okay, it feels weird to say this, but a lot of times when I'm writing songs, it feels like I'm not even doing it like words are coming out but they're not I'm not consciously thinking about them like it's it's very strange because you know some songs they're like oh okay that's what that's about mm -hmm. that's what that's about that makes sense oh drag me <laughs> oh my god but um and then other times it's like I don't even remember what buy war bonds, support the war effort, talk about the afterlife on the first date. Like, I don't even remember what that's about, but I remember sitting right here, writing it. I wrote it literally right here. And, um, I don't know. I think it's interesting that I can't really put words to it. It's just like they come out and I let them go where they want. So you mentioned the artist Jenny Holzer. Yeah. So you had a lot of different quotes from different artists on your mm -hmm. band camp. And also I yeah. noticed like your your EP or your single that you yeah. released. The cover was from like a 1920 surrealist yes. film. So you just seem like to have a lot of random influences kind of all over the place, like very artistic influences. Can you talk about how like different artists 
or films affect like your music yeah um well first of all um the cool thing about being in a band with these three wonderful people is that we all have different artistic influences and preferences so when you come together it's kind of like a massive venn diagram where we all really love a lot of the same things but you know there's this huge reach into all these different places because like you know so much more about like street art than Mm -hmm. i do like grace studied street art for a long time and like screen printing i know nothing about screen printing this is something that you're super into um andrea knows oh my god everything everything (laughs) she's the best Michaela is also the best for yeah. different reasons, but it's just a lot of different artistic views in one place. So that's Andrea found that cover and that art and that artist, and I think in a book at um, an art museum downtown, mm-hmm. she found that and decided that we should use it. And I just thought it was perfect. Yeah, just but. But yes, let's see. Okay, um, like art, films, books, anything. Yeah, just like you just seem to have like a really wide range like the, of like what stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, we read a lot. Yeah, we're all very into books. Um, we all come from like very different backgrounds too. Yeah, definitely. And so, like my like just like the things that we're exposed to are very different, and like. So, like, the art we're exposed to is all very different. And then we'll mm-hmm. show each other and be like, oh, it's really cool. That's so cool. I knew nothing about that. And, like, you know, we'll be like, oh, we should throw this in. Yeah. You know, a lot of it was just kind of like, we really like this. Let's put it, toss it in yeah. there. We all like to go to museums together. <laughs> and then we, like, listen to music together and get inspired by it on accident or on purpose. <laughs> Mostly on accident. I think so... <laughs> Can I ask you about, I read a review online of you guys Yeah. by Mike. On the even ground, right? Prisgoda? I don't know how to say his name, but yeah, he has a blog, and he is a self-proclaimed seasoned music geek. Yeah. He gave you a 3.7 out of 5 and had some good things and some not-so-great things that, about your yeah. music. So, I mean, can I ask you, he said a lot of your music contains rushed scansion. Okay. So, like, um, how would you... My question, I guess, is how do you react to, like, criticism? I think that that's totally valid. I have a tendency to try to fit a lot of syllables into a phrase because I, you know, like words. Mm-hmm. And I want to fit a lot of them in. Yeah, I think that you just gotta take it with a grain of salt and realize yeah. that it's one person's point of view and that, like, you should maybe be like when you're writing you know music or lyrics or whatever become more aware of like your tension you, you know to tendencies, do, tendencies yeah. to do that and then like if you like it then continue doing it and if you don't like it then right maybe try to wheel it in a little bit oh. but i know that i definitely do that and it's just something I like that... <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like i feel like that's part of what makes your guys mm-hmm. sound so distinct the other thing I like about your guys' sound that's really distinct is the violin. Mm. Like, I think something in Andrea. other bands that doesn't, like, come together in that way, like, it could be a rock band, but then the violin in there, like, makes it something else. Mm-hmm. Andrea is magical. Yeah. And a lot of times, okay, so we'll practice with Michaela as a group of three, and then Andrea will come in and, like, immediately come up with these incredible parts, and 
I'm convinced that she is magic. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't like. I don't know how she does it. So I have another question for you, and it's kind of about social media and how it Mm -hmm. all ties into the music world. And so, okay, a lot of like what makes you a good musician is like crafting your social media presence and like the image that you want to put out and that you want people to see you and your band as. Yeah. So can you talk about like how you kind of craft your social media presence and how that defines you as a band? I think that, (laughs) so in, in our little music world that like a lot of our friends are in different bands and stuff like that. And we all kind of have our like social media dips. And I think that a lot of times our social media is just geared to make us laugh. So like, we're like, we want to let people know about this, but like, it's also kind of like, an inside joke or just like a joke in general yeah like like the like I don't know, Michaela the Ophel- playing drums and bikini bottom yeah like the that's... ophelia's instagram um which is at the ophelia's Woo-hoo. um <laughs> plug yeah straight plug um <laughs> is kind of a combination between um like funny band pictures from practice and pictures from shows that we've played and I don't know, it makes me laugh because it'll just be like Grace in a swing. I'll be like, hey, did you miss us? <laughs> We're back. Yeah. And I don't know, I, th- I think it's cute. It's fun. We're trying to, it doesn't really feel like we have a, a presence per se. Or like even an audience or a... half the time besides <laughs> ourselves. Like... Yeah. Okay. Instagram is my favorite form of social media, which is why, you know, we made one for the band. Because it's like you get to curate your own tiny picture gallery. It's your own little art gallery. Woo! Okay, so your album, yeah. Creature Native, Woo-hoo. right? Yeah. Um, I only <laughs> heard the title in the album when I was listening really close to All Hands on the Saw. Yes. And it's in the background while they're, ta- while there's like talking in the background mm-hmm. or someone is reading. spread wide and mermaid life while they bore her up which time she chanted snatches of old tunes as one incapable of her own distress or like a creature native and endued until that moment but long it could not be till her garments heavy with her brain Shakespeare. Okay, yeah, Shakespeare. it's um, Gertrude's monologue from Hamlet when Ophelia drowns. It's describing Ophelia and her death. Her death, and it's one of the most beautiful pieces of writing yeah. I think, like on the planet. I'd agree and with that. It's it's by far the most beautiful piece out of Hamlet, and I think he did that intentionally. Um, yeah. No. Yeah, definitely. definitely. But. I also just love that so so much, and I feel like drew a lot of inspiration from that passage. Yeah. So we, you know, added it in as a spoken part in that song. And Ophelia is obviously like a very central character in, <laughs> in the Ophelia. Ophelia, so it, it felt right for our, you know, little debut to thing her. to like, yeah, a little homage to, yeah, to Ophelia. Ophelia. 
Okay, so can I ask you guys about how you landed that performance at um, the Northside Rock and Roll Carnival? Because that's kind of a big Michaela. deal. Yeah, Michaela. Um, she worked for a non nonprofit in Northside. Yeah, that... Happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've Happen heard about Northside. It. Wait, I think they were selling t-shirts and I bought a they shirt. They were. Oh, yeah. I bought one of their and, shirts. Um, she, she organized she volunteered something. there and got us the Yeah, show. I think the year previous she had also, um, they asked for bands and she had given some, like some of the bands she was in and they really liked it so they asked her again come back. and they yeah they and had there us. we were was, was that like a big deal for you guys yeah, yeah. um it yeah. connected us with yoni wolf from y who is now kind of turned into our band mentor which is i don't know really really cool yeah and he saw us there mm-hmm. which and made he, a big difference yeah and then now He's incredibly helpful and just a great guy. Yeah. Mentor figure. So had you done performances before that? Yes. We had one, right? We had the... We did the Casa show. Yeah, I think that was that was it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, it was our second show. That was our yeah. ever. So then going from like, was it a small show, the Casa show? No. It was big. Yeah. So how did you start landing big shows so soon after you like well, created we've a all band? been in bands for like a long time. Yeah. Oh, so it's okay. we're, it's the band scene. Um, we call ourselves Mail Fraud. It's the kind of weird Cincinnati band. High school or college, uh, kids. Yeah. Um, there's there's a couple of generations of this group, but it's kind of like everybody is in each other's bands. And we all make our own shows. It's very DIY. So the first show that we did, I actually put on. It was a fundraiser for Casa. And um, it was called Rock the Casa. Like, Rock the House. Which we had done in the old band the year before. She was in my first band. That was a mistake. So, like, you... It was (laughs) was a lot of, like, searching what, like, building what you wanted your band to be. Like, you said you had another band before this. Yeah, um... So my first band, I could only play ukulele. I sang very quietly. I didn't want to take up a lot of space. It was very like I played bass notes on cello. Yeah, it was just kind yeah. of I don't Cute. want to say lame, but like pretty lame. And I didn't yeah. know what I wanted, and I was not confident enough as a person or as a musician to actually like have a band. And then I, you know, picked up guitar, taught myself what I thought sounded good. I still don't know what I play. Like, like friend, the actual note Our friend system. Julian makes fun of me, and he always makes fun of me because he's like, wait, okay, so what are you playing? Like, good I have question. no idea. I have my finger here, here, and here, and I'll play it for you, but I have no idea what this <laughs> chord is. So that, I don't know, that makes it even cooler that you guys just pick up what I'm putting down I mean I didn't know how to play bass when we were in the Ophelia's like yeah I picked it up this that the summer that summer before before. um playing in Julian's band actually yeah (laughs) I think that originally you just wanted like an all-female group right and you so you asked Um, yeah originally I was putting together um like a band for this Casa show because I didn't want it to be just me playing guitar and then the first practice that we had, it was December of last year, and we played like eight songs in a couple of hours that they had never heard before. 
and I was like, oh my god, holy shit, like, this is magic. Yeah. There's and something weird here. We ended up keeping those arrangements, like, from the first practice, and... I think the thing that's really cool about us is that, like, we all get our musical inspiration from, like, such like, drastically places. different places, Ooh. and somehow it all Ooh. meshes together. And, like, I, I remember being really nervous about going into that first practice because I was like, I don't know how this is going to work because I know that my, like, music preferences are super different super different from everyone else in the well, room. Not, well, not super, but, like, the, the diagram we, thing yeah, again. Yeah. Like, there's like, a big overlap, but there's a lot. And, like, how lot. I prefer to play is, like, different, yeah. you know, and whatever. Yeah. So. And then it ended it up. It just meshed. Everything clicked. Crazy. Yeah. It's awesome. And then I was like, wait, no, please don't leave. Like, <laughs> let's keep doing this. Can we have another practice? Can we, like, do you want to be a band? I remember it was, like, asking you guys to be my boyfriend or girlfriend. It was, like... I probably said no, too. <laughs> yeah, right? you did. <laughs> I don't remember. But it, it felt like asking somebody on a date, like, or to be in a serious relationship. I'm like, hey, do you want to be in a band? <laughs> and then we all, like... Yeah, did fell in love with each other. Yeah, one time we tried to learn "Waiting Room" by Fugazi to play at the Northside Carnival. So you probably saw this happen. I was successful. Um, I learned that song. Grace learned it, but I did not. I could not learn the second half. (laughs) So I learned one verse, and. Our plan was to do, like, a false start. So, like, just start the song and then end. And then end it. But then Michaela ended up doing, like, a full... She did the entire song. Two-minute drum solo. She she then later told us that it just didn't feel right not completing the song. So she did the entire song. Yeah. And we just stood there and, like, laughed. Yeah. It's pretty great. So, okay. What will it take for you to feel like you are musically successful, like, as a band? Like, you see success as something, like far away like am I gonna reach that and then like what would it mean to you to be like six quote-unquote successful I don't know I think that like personally successful I would say like it feels right which it does right now I feel pretty successful personally uh successful like in a more like I don't know what a success yeah which I don't really I don't know I don't necessarily think about that like I I don't know Okay, I don't ever think, think about that. I mean, that's such a weird thing to think about. Um, being successful, I think, means that the music that we have created touches someone in the way that we hoped it would. Yeah. I think that is... That's a success. And, like, we are never gonna know if that happens. Yeah. Or if someone sends us a message and says that, like, maybe we'll know. But for the most part, I doubt that we would ever know if that happened. So I guess I'll never know if I'm successful. I mean, in, like, a, a broader sense, being successful would be, like, being able to make a living off of yeah. what I love doing. But... At the same time, and I'm like, at the it, same time, I don't know if that like, would be successful. Would, I would be that be success? Yes. Would I be fulfilled? Would it just turn into, like, 
writing for the sake of writing. And making money. And making art for the sake of money and art. Yeah. Which is which I don't I don't like that. Yeah, no you are. Um but success is a weird concept and I don't really know how I feel about it. <laughs> so you're like a little less tangible because I know like a lot of other artists are like, oh, I'll be successful once I play like a re- big show. Like then I'll be oh. successful. Or, or, I mean, like, I'm not that saying would be cool. that, that'd but be cool. I would be like, super when into I... that. That would make me really happy, and I would, you know, love that. But I don't think. I that think okay, you're talking to two incredibly heady people who overthink everything and like a lot of weird philosophy. So everything turns into like, let's talk about. Success as a concept. And what it really and what means. what it means in the scheme of things. I love it. That's why you guys are so unique. I love it. We're weird. <laughs> okay. I just have one more question. Yeah. And, okay, how does the statement more than a mixtape apply to you? Um, I think because it's it's a lot of heart put into it and a lot of time and a lot of references and a lot of experiences and a lot of life life is put into that album specifically um made at weird times in all of our lives we're all you know going through weird stuff but um i mean everyone is all the time being alive is weird but like i think ophelia's are more than a mixtape because we because we aren't focused on that success. Yeah. Success to us means something different than a mixtape. Yeah. Success means something different than a lot of likes or a lot of listens. It there's a more philosophical aspect to the music and the band and like we want to be friends with everybody and we want this music to be something that actually reaches people in an emotional sense not as yeah like... no yeah, yeah yeah in an emotional sense i can't convey the shrug with the like face that i'm making but i am ah. that's pretty accurate okay thanks so much for listening the ophelias have a little end message Okay, thank you so much, Marley, for having us. Uh, This was really fun, and you ask really cool questions. Uh, Make us think about our values and our morals. Oh, no. Um, But our band camp is ophelias.bandcamp.com. Not the Ophelias, just Ophelias. Ophelias. Our Instagram is the Ophelias, and our Facebook is the Ophelias. So check us out. Check us out. Hopefully... And listen to more Marley. More Marley. Always. Always. You guys are the sweetest. All right. Listen in soon for some more good stuff. Thanks, guys. Bye.